Welcome back to the West Michigan Soccer Show presented by Midwest United FC, where we discuss all things soccer in the West Michigan community and the world beyond. I'm your host, John Kopko. Thank you for being here today. This episode is going to look a little bit different from episodes that we've done in the past. It's just me talking soccer with you guys today, no guests on this one. I'm excited to talk a little bit about Major League Soccer, MLS. It's not often the most popular topic amongst American soccer fans, but we're going to give it a shot here today. I'm going to give you guys five reasons why I think you should consider checking out MLS this season. If you've never really followed the league before or don't really know anything about MLS, it is still relatively young in the global soccer scene. The league was only founded in 1993, so it's just right around 30 years old, which is is not long when you compare it to the histories of clubs in in Europe, like Manchester United, which was founded in the 1800s. So it's still young. There's not as much history involved, but it is definitely a growing league, and it's grown a lot since its inception. For me personally, it was always a little bit more difficult, I think, to get involved or to follow MLS growing up as a soccer player and as a fan. We obviously don't have an MLS team here in Michigan. For the longest time, we didn't even have a professional team. Now we have Detroit City FC competing in USL Championship, which is the second division of American professional soccer. But we've really kind of been missing out on that connection to a professional club that's really close to home here, at least on the MLS level. MLS wasn't always the easiest to find on TV either. In the past, there was times that you could find games on ESPN. They might be on ESPN Plus or Fox Sports or not even televised at all if you were in in a certain market. But that's all changed thanks to MLS's partnership with Apple TV and creating MLS Season Pass. And that brings me to the first reason why I think you should check out MLS. It's the viewing experience. I was a little skeptical at first when I heard all of the MLS games are going to be behind a paywall. I kind of like the idea of a casual sports fan being able to flip through their television channels, stumbling across an MLS game, and then maybe getting more interested in the sport of soccer and seeing the game grow organically like that. I think we're reaching a time where it doesn't really matter what sport you're you're talking about. Most of them are going behind a paywall, at least partially. If you think about it, you still need Peacock to watch a lot of Premier League games. The Bundesliga is on ESPN+. Plus, So it's not really the norm anymore that you can kind of just flip on the TV and, and find all of your your different sporting events unless you're you're on local cable and your local team is playing. Like I mentioned, I was a little bit disappointed and I wasn't sure what to expect. I subscribed for 2023, which was the first year of season pass, and I honestly really enjoyed the experience. So what you get when you subscribe, like I said before, every league match, no matter your location. So we don't have an MLS team here in Michigan, so you can pick one out no matter the location. If you want to follow one of the teams over in LA, you'll just have to stay up a little bit later for those later kickoffs. But yeah, you you basically get to pick and choose what your team is if you don't have one already. So in addition to every league match, you also get match replays. So if you have a favorite team that you're supporting or there's a big game on over a weekend that you can't watch, all of the replays get uploaded and you can go back and watch that whole thing if you want. 
There's also different highlight packages. Um, I love the Every Goal show. So every week they'll clip together all the goals and put them into a highlight reel. And if, if I was away working at a youth soccer event or something over a weekend and I missed MLS, I can just hop onto that show and see all the action in 15 or 20 minutes. And then I'm kind of caught up and it's almost like I didn't, didn't miss everything. So there's also a ton of behind the scenes content. Some of it's league based. Some of it is team based. So again, if you have a favorite team, the, the teams are required to upload a certain amount of content, I believe. So there's interviews with players. There's many documentaries that help kind of let you follow along with the season. So there's a ton of different content. It's not just the games. There's a lot that I think adds to the value of the subscription that you're paying. It is $99 a year for the subscription. If you buy it outright, you can also pay monthly, which I believe is like 15 bucks a month. And then if you're already an Apple TV plus subscriber, you can get it a little bit cheaper at $79 a year or $12.99 per month. So, Again, I was skeptical about the experience when, when I first heard about it, but I think Apple is just going to get better and better as the, the seasons stack up. The broadcast quality is honestly pretty spectacular. Um, the picture quality looks great. Uh, the announcers do a nice job, so it's, a, it's an all-around good setup. That brings us to reason number two why sh you should check out MLS in 24, and that is... The greatest of all time, Leo Messi. So most soccer fans know that Messi joined Inter-Miami in 2023 in the summer, midway through the season. Miami was not in a great spot. Their roster was okay, but they were sitting, I believe, dead last at the time Messi joined the league. His... Arrival in MLS was something of an instant spark. He was scoring. He was on fire. He was he stepped into League's Cup and helped Miami lift their first trophy. Ultimately, they were in too big of a hole to make the playoffs. They were eliminated right down at the end of the season. But Messi was just a, a fantastic watch to the towards the end of the year. For me, I didn't really grow up watching a ton of Messi, obviously knew he was one of the best players in the world. I saw his highlights all the time. I wasn't a big fan of La Liga or a big follower of La Liga. And most of my young soccer fanhood, Messi was playing with Barcelona. So I didn't watch a ton of him. So it's been cool to get the opportunity to actually sit down and watch full 90 minute matches of, of Messi here in the States. Miami also added Jordi Alba and Sergio Busquets last summer and then brought in Luis Suarez as well this summer. If you're a Barcelona fan or a, a Barcelona fan at some point, this is a, that's a fantastic reason by itself to, to watch some MLS this year just because Miami seems to be kind of resurrecting the, the glory days of, of Messi's Barcelona. It'll be interesting to see how Miami fares in its first full season with Messi. MLS has a lot of roster rules, which we'll touch on a little bit later, that make the league harder to just stack talent and, and win like you might see in a Man City do in the English Premier League. So they really do have to pair these, these older stars with some young talent, so it'll be interesting to see how Miami accomplishes that this year. One of the knocks against MLS 
especially in the last 10 years or so has has been the retirement league moniker and that really started ever since david beckham came to the mls and a number of aging superstars from europe followed him through throughout the years think Henri, wayne rooney pirlo and they really did come to MLS just to kind of ride off into the sunset and play some less competitive soccer. And it is true. You can't really compare Europe. You can't really compare MLS to Europe from a total talent and consistency of talent, top to bottom standpoint. But I do think the league has done a lot to reverse that retirement league image and turn it into an image that, is more focused on young talent and player development. MLS is doing a really good job right now exporting young talent to Europe, and a lot of European teams are starting to prioritize the American market because of the way that MLS is starting to churn out talent, especially at the youth academy level. So if you're a fan of the U.S. men's national team, some of the the big-time players at the moment think Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Gio Reyna, Brendan Aronson, Ricardo Pepe, all came through MLS one way or the other. Aronson and Adams both appeared for their clubs as homegrowns, as did Ricardo Pepe. The MLS investment in their youth academies has really been the catalyst for a lot of this talent that is developing here in the States and going over to Europe. So MLS operates MLS Next and MLS Next Pro. We have MLS Next teams here in West Michigan at Midwest United, they field teams in MLS U13, MLS Next U13 through U19. And then every professional MLS club also has their own academy that competes in the league. Most of those are cost-free for players to compete in. They bring together the top talent from youth clubs all across the United States, and they bring them into these training environments. They're often residency programs, so players live in and really just train and compete and live like they're professional soccer players and that's done a tremendous amount to raise the the ceiling of player development here in the states so that's a great reason to watch mls in my opinion is to see a lot of the young talent here in in the u.s and here domestically before they're exported abroad so you might get an opportunity to watch the next tyler adams or the next weston mckinney the 16, 17, 18-year-old really exciting, talented players that are getting the opportunity to compete for their MLS clubs as as homegrowns. MLS also has a ton of talent from Central and South America. There's players like Tiago Almada, who was a member of Argentina's World Cup winning side. He was the first ever MLS player to be on the roster of a World Cup winning team. He currently plays for Atlanta United, and there's thought that He'll command a ton of interest from European clubs in the summer transfer window. So by watching and following along with MLS this season, you have a great opportunity to see some of these really talented young players before they make the jump to the next level. That brings me to reason number four on why you should watch MLS in 2024 is the league-wide parity of the competition. So MLS, for better or for worse, is run like an American sports league that most casual American sports fans are familiar with. There's a salary cap, there are roster rules, 
that specifically level the playing field. So it's very unlikely that you're ever going to see a Manchester City type club that has the biggest budget and just dominates in recruiting and dominates the league every year. I think that's honestly one of the cool things about the league is that there's an opportunity for the team that you support to win almost every year. There's playoffs unlike in Europe. So if you're a traditional a fan of the traditional European soccer model of the winner of the league being the most in the winner of the regular season being the most important thing, then you might not be as much of a fan about this, but if you are used to or you enjoy the American sports model of having a regular season that determines seeding and playoffs, you might actually like MLS for that purpose. I do think I I enjoy it both ways. I like in Europe the the battle for the top of the league I think makes it exciting. And then you also have relegation in Europe that that enhances the stakes at the bottom of the table. But it is it does make for a fun November in in MLS when you have the playoffs starting and every team gets a fresh slate and has an opportunity to compete for MLS Cup at the end of the year. This past season Columbus Crew won it. They were not the top seed. So there's incentive at that point for for clubs to to make a run for MLS Cup at the end of the season even if you don't win the league, which is kind of cool. If you're more of a fan of the way the league's run in Europe, you're more than welcome to watch MLS and root for your team to win the Supporter Shield, which is given to the team with the best record at the end of the regular season, and then you're more than welcome to tune out the playoffs. There are arguments that the lack of relegation in the MLS allows teams that are more consistently towards the bottom of the league standings to get away with being consistently bad year after year, which I do think is a fair argument. There's not the threat of going down to USL Championship that a team in the English Premier League might face and going down to the English Championship. But at the same time, because of the roster rules in MLS that make the playing field a little bit more level, any team really can beat any team on any given day, which I do think kind of adds a little bit to the league. So you're not necessarily going to see a Man City play against a Burnley where you know that that's probably going to be three, four, five, six, nothing. The results of each match day uh, could really go anyway, and that that does make it compelling to watch, at least in my opinion. That brings me to reason number five why you should support or watch MLS in 2024, and that's just the general idea of supporting American soccer. The more people that support domestic soccer here in the States, the more it'll grow, I think we're a bit spoiled in the U.S. We're used to our sports being elite. Think NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, the big four, quote-unquote big four sports in the U.S. are the top of the top leagues in their sport in the world. So in the U.S., I think we're, we're very used to supporting the best, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people tend to support teams in the Premier League. They might support Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think it's perfectly normal to want to see the top quality soccer week in and week out, and it's just exciting to watch. Promotion relegation makes the leagues over there really compelling. There's a ton of history. There's a ton of fantastic fan culture that all just really adds to the game-watching experience, even when you're watching on TV. I personally have a club that I support in Europe. I watch Leeds United, which has been tough the last couple of years. 
They've been relegated this last season, but currently doing pretty well in the championship. So fingers crossed that they do have the opportunity to get promoted at the end of the year. So I'm totally on board with American soccer fans supporting European soccer. But at the same time, I do take some issue with American soccer fans that look down on MLS simply because it's not the best and simply because it's run a little bit differently than Europe. Like I've said before, MLS is definitely not perfect. There are a ton of different things from the soccer side, from the business side of the league that fans are more than welcome to dislike or take issue with. The roster rules make it hard for MLS teams to compete even within our own continent. Teams in Mexico have more flexibility and larger budgets to spend to fill out and create depth on their roster, which it is difficult to do in MLS. It's it's roster rules that, like I said, create parity and, and keep the league competitive all the way across the board for the most part. And at the same time, that does limit what teams can do in terms of bringing in big names and trying to compete with other domestic leagues here in the United States. But at the same time, fan culture and soccer culture here in the U.S. It's, is growing. It's a really exciting time to be a fan of American soccer as we look forward to the Men's World Cup on home soil in 2026. So it is a great time to dip your toes in the water, check out MLS, and if it's not your thing, that's a-okay. There's other leagues that you can support here domestically. You have USL Championship. Like I said, we have Detroit City FC here in Michigan that competes in that league. There's USL two professional teams here in Michigan, the closest being Midwest United in Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo FC in Kalamazoo. Midwest and Kalamazoo also have USLW teams on the women's side. And then we'll also do an episode on NWSL as we get a little bit closer to the start of that season a little bit later in March. That's it for today. Those are my five reasons why I think you should check out Major League Soccer in 2024. If you haven't already, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social media over on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for being here today. This has been John Kopko with the West Michigan Soccer Show. We'll see you next time.